This episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, and they have over 100,000 titles available for download. Visit audibletrial.com slash thescaldcircle to begin your trial and download your free audiobook today. It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Scald Circle and listen to the Crystal Ball from German folklore, as told by Menogen. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. Now then, without further ado, this is The Crystal Ball. There was once an enchantress who had three sons who loved each other as brothers. But the old woman did not trust them and thought they wanted to steal her power from her. So she changed the eldest into an eagle, which was forced to dwell in the Rocky Mountains and was often seen sweeping in great circles in the sky. The second, she also changed into a whale, which lived in the deep sea. And all that was seen of it was that it sometimes spouted up a great jet of water in the air. Each of them only bore his human form for two hours daily. The third son, who was afraid she might change him into a raging wild beast, a bear perhaps, or a wolf, went secretly away. He had heard that a king's daughter, who was bewitched, was imprisoned in the castle of the Golden Sun, and was waiting for deliverance. Those, however, who tried to free her risked their lives. Three and twenty youths had already died a miserable death, and now only one other might make the attempt, after which no more must come. And as his heart was without fear, he caught at the idea of seeking out the castle of the Golden Sun. He had already traveled about for a long time without being able to find it, when he came by chance into a great forest, and he did not know the way out of it. All at once, in the distance, he saw two giants who made a sign to him with their hands, and when he came to them, they said, We are quarreling about a cap, in which of us it is to belong to. And as we are equally strong, neither of us can get the better of the other. The small men are cleverer than we are, so we will leave the decision to thee. How can you dispute about an old cap, said the youth? Thou dost not know what properties it has. It is a wishing cap. Whoever so puts it on can wish himself away wherever he likes, and in an instant he will be there. Give me the cap, said the youth. I will go a short distance off, and um, then you shall run a race, and the cap shall belong to the one who gets to me first. He put it on and went away, and thought of the king's daughter, forgot the giants, and walked continually onward. And at length he sighed from the very bottom of his heart and cried, Oh, if I were but at the castle of the golden sun! And hardly had the words passed his lips than he was standing on a high mountain before the gate of the castle. He entered and went through all of the rooms until at last he found the king's daughter. But how shocked he was when he saw her. 
She had an ashen grey face full of wrinkles, blear eyes and red hair. Are you the king's daughter whose beauty the whole world praises? cried he. Ah, she answered, this is not my form. Human eyes can only see me in this state of ugliness. But that thou mayst know what I look like, look in the mirror. It does not let itself be misled. It will show thee my image as it is in truth. So she gave him the mirror in his hand, and he saw therein the likeness of the most beautiful maiden on earth, and saw too how the tears were rolling down her cheeks with grief. Then said he, How canst thou be set free? I fear no danger, she said. He who gets the crystal ball and holds it before the enchanter will destroy his power with it, and I shall resume my true shape. Ah, she added, so many have already gone to meet death for this, and thou art so young. I grieve that thou shouldst encounter such great danger. Nothing can keep me from doing it, said he. But tell me what I must do. Thou shalt know everything, said the king's daughter. When thou descendest the mountain on which the castle stands, a wild bull will stand below by a spring, and thou must fight with it, and if thou hast the luck to kill it, a fiery bird will spring out of it, which bears in its body a burning egg, and in the egg the crystal ball lies like a yoke. The bird will not, however, let the egg fall until forced to do so. And if it fall on the ground, it will flame up and burn everything that is near and melt even ice itself. And with it, the crystal ball, and then all thy trouble will have been in vain. The youth went down to the spring, where the bull snorted and bellowed at him. And after a long struggle, he plunged his sword in the animal's body and it fell down. Instantly, a fiery bird arose from it and was about to fly away, but the young man's brother, the eagle who was passing between the clouds, swooped down, hunted it away to sea, and struck it with his beak until, in its extremity, it let the egg fall. The egg did not, however, fall down into the sea, but on a fisherman's hut which stood on the shore, and the hut began at once to smoke, and was about to break out in flames. Then arose in the sea waves as high as a house, and they streamed over the hut and subdued the fire. The other brother, the whale, had come swimming to them, and had driven the water up on high. When the fire was extinguished, the youth sought for the egg and happily found it. It was not yet melted, but the shell was broken by being so suddenly cooled with the water, and he could take out the crystal ball unhurt. When the youth went to the enchanter and held it before him, the latter said, my power is destroyed, and from this time forth thou art the king of the castle of the Golden Sun. With this canst thou likewise give back to thy brothers their human form. Then the youth hastened to the king's daughter, and when he entered the room, she was standing there in the full splendor of her beauty, and joyfully they exchanged rings with one another. And that is the tale of the crystal ball from German folklore. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, 
we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us to keep these stories alive for future generations to come. Also remember to subscribe to us on your podcast application and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Kat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. Don't forget, this episode is sponsored by Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. While this story is over, you can still visit audibletrial.com slash thescaldcircle to begin your trial and download your free audiobook today. Let us know what you've listened to recently on Audible via our Facebook page. We're always looking for new recommendations.